Welcome to today's show. On the Bowtie Guy podcast today, we're going to dive deep into one of my favorite professional learning books, The Godfather of Instructional Research, of Research-Based Strategies, Dr. Robert J. Marzano, his book, The New Art and Science of Teaching. And today, have you ever had a chunky? I'm, I'm saying like, not the chunky Campbell suit, I'm saying a chunky, you know, the candy bar, chunky. If you haven't, you need to try one because it's rather interesting. And many of you probably will try it once, never try it again. But anyways, today we're going to focus on element six, baby, because it's a research, research-based research strategy that is aimed, guided, led, directed, focused on the fact that it can move the needle, baby, when it comes to student engagement and student achievement. You know what? What exactly is this chunking content miss? When information is new to students, they best process it in small, understandable, digestible increments. This is because learners can only hold so much information in their working memories. That goes all the way back to the godfather of research, educational research that is, Marzano in 92 and 2007. To illustrate a teacher presenting students with new information about the topic of global warming, holy hootenanny, that's a lot of information. You might want to chunk it up, Mug. Now, you might want to do so by using just a few pages from a textbook to present the content in digestible bites, chunks, for the students. The teacher first reads through the pages in the book, looking for natural breaks in the content. Man, you don't want to overflow them. You don't want to avalanche them with content. Look, whose time are you wasting, cuz? A teacher might decide that he or she will have the students stop after the first three paragraphs and provide time for them to reflect on the content. You know what? The next stop will be at the bottom of the page and so on. So regardless of the form or venue, the practice, hey, it's the same. The teacher, the instructor, instructor halts input regarding new content at strategic points so students have time to think about what they've just experienced. There is no sense in giving them the cuppeth overfloweth. Slow that mug down. Look, no one likes to inhale their food. You want to take time to chew your food. You see what I'm saying? Now, let's talk about this. One strategy underneath the umbrella of chunking content. You know what you can do, baby blue? Using pre-assessment data to plan for chunks. Now, this is based on students' initial understanding of new content. The teacher can present new content in larger or smaller chunks. So check this out. Check it before you wreck it. Now, when you present content in small, sequentially related sets, baby, you're taking that massive overload of information and you're making it something that can be grown upon. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I'm going back to the old metaphor. Teachers, you know all about it. You sit down for lunch. It's not bite, chew, taste. No, it's bite, inhale. You know what I'm saying. So when you present content in small, sequentially related sets, a good teacher chunks content into small digestible bites for students. If presenting new declarative knowledge, the chunks comprise concepts and details that logically go together. If, per, if you're going to present new procedural knowledge, guess what? The chunks comprise steps in a process that go together. So it's logical, it's sequential, it's money. It's moving that needle forward, baby, in the student engagement and student achievement in your classroom. Now, sometimes you need to allow for processing time between the chunks, baby. You know what? A good teacher has students work together to process chunks of information. You know what? Have you ever done this strategy right here? Think, pair, share. 
because it's all, it, look, as much as I know that you're bold and beautiful and brilliant and you got a lot of great insights and information to share upon the great generation that is to come, no, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. No, you, you ain't all that in a bag of potato chips. Let your kids talk. Quit doing all the work. Quit being Hoggatha Christie. Look, you need to make sure that your kids have an opportunity to, to, to think and to, and to chew upon the information that you're giving them. Baby, that's the only way they're going to learn. They have to own it. What kind of ownership are you giving those kids? Now, unlike strategies in most other elements, most other research-based strategies, it's going to move that needle forward in student engagement and student achievement. Now, those that are listed for chunking are best employed sequentially. The first strategy in this element, so we talked about the pre-assessment data, utilizing that pre-assessment data to plan for chunks. Now, that deals with determining students' readiness for new content. Do you actually take the time, baby, to determine the developmental readiness of your, of your students? You know what? Take a, take a good look at that godfather of thinking, Piaget. Now, can they, can they think? Do they, are you teaching them, are you giving them the skill set of how to think, how to utilize metacognition, thinking about thinking, pausing, chewing, chewing upon that new knowledge? You know what? This is important because the more students already know about content, the bigger the chunk can be. Now, the less they know about the content, why would it be big? Because, no, it has to be smaller so they can chew on it. Now, look, would you give a brand new baby a a T-bone steak, prime rib? No, you wouldn't. Unless you're crazy. You give them milk. You got to start with milk. Then you can ease into softer foods. Then you can ease into something that they can chew on once they get their teeth all right, now you got to understand this. All right, for example, when a pre-assessment is given, okay, so you you're going to give a you're going to give the KWL the anticipation guide, okay. You're going to try to utilize a strategy for multi-column subtraction. Holy hoot nanny! You might want to simply start by presenting a problem to the entire class and asking those students to describe how they would approach the task. You know one thing I'd love to do? I love item analysis. I love error analysis. I love giving kids, especially in the days where I taught math, I'd give them problems that was incorrect. I would just give them problems complete from start to finish. Look, and let them figure out what was wrong. (laughs) Because if they turn that thing in and they're like, okay, it's all good, cuz, then we got problems (laughs) because there's a procedural problem. See, Error analysis, item analysis, reciprocal teaching, giving them the opportunity to think, pair, share. You know, that's ownership. You know, that shows that you're, you the teacher, you you realize you ain't all that in a bag of potato chips. Because last time I checked, you passed the second, third, fourth grade. You don't need to be a hog at the Christie for all that time. Let them kids think. Let those kids chew upon that small nugget of knowledge so they can build upon it, scaffold upon it, experience success. This is the old bow tie guy, and I got to pop, 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 pop out of here. So we will holler at you later. Catch you in the next episode. Chunk it.